the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of Eye on Real Estate, sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back, and we're here to keep you updated on what's going on in the real estate world, the financing world, obviously jobs, everything that has to do because what happens in the world affects real estate. We will be joined, and we're very thrilled to have her. Um, at a, well, she's going to be on now, uh, Rebecca San Juan, who is discussing all things Miami. Uh, Rebecca writes about re- the real estate industry covering news about industrial, commercial, office projects, construction contracts, the intersection of real estate and law for industry professionals. Um, she's just terrific. You don't want to miss her. And then I, when she will come on, and I'm going to give you some of the trends and things to look at for 2023. I think things that you should know, what trends you need to Think about because that's how you make money. You look at what trends are going on, not what happened in the past, what's going forward, and I'll be able to just fill you in on what we see the rest of 23 looking like and what's going to look we look at going into 24 because everybody asks me, Daddy, when's the best time to buy? And we'll talk about that later. I first want to be so thankful. Thank you, Rebecca, for being on our show. I'm so glad to have you. You are truly such a professional. We read about all Miami. And I was just in Miami uh, for the last three days because I was at the Wall Street Conference, which was wonderful. So tell us. I mean, Florida's exploded. I mean, I, I, I think I was telling you before the show that uh, when I go back, and I think years and years and years ago, my parents and things and people retired to Florida. I thought of it when I was younger. Oh, my gosh, that's what people go when they get old. And it's totally not like that now. It's young. It's vibrant. It's wonderful. Give us what, what you attribute everything to. I mean, and, and Miami is probably, I think, I think I read, I absolutely know I read, that Florida was the number one place in the country, either number one or two, one or two, I think Texas and, and Florida, were the where most people were going to, and of course Miami is it. So tell us, tell us what you know, what you write about, and tell us how you think that all happened and evolved. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate being here with you. Um, you're absolutely right. Texas and Florida, our populations really boomed during the pandemic. And the pandemic really presented a new chapter for South Florida real estate because first we started seeing before the pandemic executives coming down um, and saying, well, I can manage my team from anywhere, right? I can work remotely, come into the office in New York or San Francisco every now and then. But with the pandemic, with people having to work from home, um, People said, well, a lot of people said, I can work from anywhere. Where do I want to live? And so Florida in general as a state drew a lot of people in, especially from the Northeast, because they wanted to leave the cold. They wanted the warm climate. They wanted to benefit from lower taxes and overall better quality of life. You know, a salary that um, someone earns in New York, I mean, you can – have a much better life down here in South Florida, for example, get more 
square footage have an extra bedroom compared to, you know, the real estate prices um, and cost of living overall in uh, New York. So that's what really uh, presented a new chapter um, for South Florida. And then with companies seeing, well, a lot of my employees are working from anywhere um, and a lot of them are choosing Florida and a lot of them chose South Florida, they decided to have a lot of corporate expansions. We saw a lot of corporations adding an, a new office, um, moving their headquarters. Um, and that meant that it wasn't just an executive, it wasn't just an employee, or as we called them, a digital nomad. No, it was a whole team. Maybe it was 20 people, or maybe it was 100 or more people moving down here. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. To all our listeners, I apologize profusely, but sometimes we have technical glitches and we had one. So if I was cutting out and in, um, I'm back. We had a technical glitch and we were in the process of talking um, about Florida's market. Um, we have Rebecca San Juan. She's talking about what's gone on that's transformed Florida to kind of the number one place that people are going to, to live, to work. So you want to continue in what's happening with the buying crush and the commercial real estate office market? So in, in terms of the uh, residential real estate, we're seeing, I mean, I come bearing good news for buyers, really, because we're seeing a major slowdown in sales activity. Um, so we have um, in Miami-Dade alone, for example, there was a 20% drop in total sales between 2021 and 2022. And a lot of realtors, a lot of real estate experts, analysts, they're saying that they're predicting prices are going to drop because whereas one person, for example, I interviewed earlier this week, Fabeline Zappelsedio, a real estate agent with Compass, um, she basically said that, you know, in November she had 11 offers on a single condo. Um, and today she's lucky if she has three to four um, offers. So she's saying that, you know, basically what a lot of other people are saying, the market is slowing down and prices are soon going to take a hit. A lot of people are expecting prices to dip come, uh, you know, late this year, around November, December, or early, the latest early 2024. Um, so in commercial real estate, it's a, it's a slightly different story, depending on what, what you're looking at. Um, warehouses are doing great, as always. Um, it's always a, a, a good bet um, for warehouses. Um, retail is booming because a lot of companies are seeing the, the population booming in South Florida, and so they want to take a bite out of that. Um, office, it's, office is, is one of the commercial um, real estate assets where people don't know what's going to happen, right? Because some companies are saying, let's go back to work. Um, full-time at the office. Other companies want to do a hybrid schedule where, you know, most days are in the office, one, uh, one or two days are uh, from home or vice versa. So um, that motivates a lot of companies to maybe lean on uh, co-working spaces. Um, and some companies are okay with their employees working remotely full-time. So a lot of uh, bets are off for the office market. Right. Well, I, you know, I, uh, I think it's a combination. I, I think that people can work remotely, but again, I, and this is my opinion, I don't think Zoom, okay, takes the place of the synergy and kind of a culture that you create when you're in person. So I think, my my bet is it's going to be some hybrid of that, but people are coming here for a lot of reasons. I mean, some of them are tax reasons. 
Some of them are just climate. Some of the people that were probably going to come here anyway, uh, you know, expedited it with, with, you know, with the vi- you know, with the virus. When the virus came, a lot. I mean, I did. We all came here because New York was really, really hit hard. Uh, so that's all, all good. But I don't see prices. And again, I'm going to tell you nationally, including Florida. Uh, what I'm seeing is a return to normalcy because everyone's comparing it to, as I said at the beginning of the show, 2020 and 2021, when obviously we had the pandemic. Everybody flew. Okay, everybody flew to somewhere. So I think we're becoming a return to normalcy. I don't see any real estate bubble. Okay, where, you know, prices really went up and now they're going to fall. I think we're leveling off to normal. I think you're going to see, give or take, whether it's a percentage up or a percentage down, um, a leveling off of prices. I don't see prices falling uh, to any great extent. As I said, I think owners will be a little bit more flexible. Uh, You're not going to have 25 bidders. Uh, at one time, okay, and then we're also in a time of so many uncertainties. You know, we don't know. They're talking recession. Maybe it'll be recession. Maybe it'll be in 23. Maybe it'll be in 24. Maybe we won't have one. Uh, so when people have a lot of uncertainties, they kind of hold off, um, and they kind of just wait and try to see what's happening. But I do think Florida is in good shape, and I just think that you're not going to make 20% like uh, – you're not, your value is going to go 20% in a year like it did the pandemic, okay? It's just going to be a normal, normal market. And that's why I said at the beginning of the show, it's a return to normalcy. Uh, so, and normally in a normal market, you know, if you have a hot house and you price it well, you might get more than one or two offers, okay? If you have something new, people like new today. And speaking of new, I was reading something uh Rebecca, that, you know, when it comes to office buildings in uh, Miami, because of that, you know, that horrible accident we had, what was it, a year or two ago, where that office collapsed, that developers are finding it probably more efficient to, instead of just rehabbing the building, just to knock it down and rebuild it to the standards of today. Do you see that as what's going on in, in, in commercial? Uh, yes. We definitely see that um, there there was especially a lot of interest from developers um, after the collapse to scout different buildings that had a lot of that hadn't kept up with maintenances. Um, and we also even saw very funny enough individual investors, people um, buying in these older condo buildings with the hope that they would be that it would be bought out by um by a developer and that they would make you know a quick profit um we saw a lot of that talk um and we did see some movement um in terms of some buildings uh uh being bought um and uh and there's plans for redevelopment but i will tell you there was a lot more talk than action so um there was a lot of um, uh, rumors or activity, you know, a lot of people talking about, okay, this is going to be a big trend that's going to change totally the, the ocean front, like along Miami beach um, and even elsewhere in South Florida, like in counties Broward and uh, Palm beach. But that did not play out as, as much as people expected. Right. Now I, I've been reading some of the top cities, uh, that people are going to, and uh, uh, what comes out all the time is Tampa. What's going on with Tampa? Tampa, right? Naples. Uh, what's going? But Tampa always comes out. Like Tampa comes out really right in the beginning. What's happening there? A lot of people are choosing Tampa, even South Floridians, um, because of the cost of living. So Tampa is a booming city. It's a booming community. Um, It's right, you know, you have, um, it's very scenic. You have the water right there. But at the same time, the cost of living over there is much less 
than in South Florida. Um, so with the cost of living booming down here, um, we have even seen a lot of people um, choosing to, to move to Tampa. Um, and so I agree, it, it is another, another top uh, city in, in Florida where people um, you know, within the state and out of the state are looking to move to. Yeah, I hear that. Naples, let me, places that um, have really not, like, I mean, when you go to South, like, I, I, I look at West Palm Beach, and I'm saying, I tell people, okay, I'm looking, and, and you know, if you, if you go to a, a city and you see development after development being built, and a restaurant after restaurant opening up, Okay, and you're seeing so much money put into an area, then that's usually a very good sign to tell you that area is going to go sky high. And that's, I see that in West Palm. I see like unbelievable things going on there. And I know for a fact a lot of restaurants in New York City are going to go there. I see buildings all over. Uh, so, um, Florida really has come a long way. And it's not sleepy. And, you know, I think I remember people saying, well, you know, the best doctors are not, but you have the best of everything here. And what do you attribute that to? Do you attribute that to uh, the climate? Yeah. But, but you also run a great state. So I would say that, that at least for, I, I don't want to see for Florida as a whole, because there's different, um, you know, every city like Tampa, there's different factors driving people there. But for South Florida, what I can say is um, South Florida was known as a, um, as a destination, Latin, a community thriving with a lot of Latin American um, residents. Um, but what really put it on the map was our Basel. That, that was the, the turning point for sure. Well, thank you so much. I, I, I really appreciate you coming on our show. Please come back and keep us filled in on what's going on. And we're going to be back with Iron Real Estate. And I'm going to tell you about the trends that you should look for in 2023, what you should be aware of, and how you should look at buying real estate in the National Court Reporting Week, February 4th through the 11th. Plaza College, of course, kind of the bedrock of uh, court reporting. But Josh Edwards, a stenographer who has served for more than a 1,000 depositions, arbitrations, hearings, etc. I, I don't think people understand that there, there are lots of different kind of revenue um, options with court reporting. There are three broad career paths. There's the traditional reporting route, and with those jobs, you typically are a full-time employee, so you get your salary, your range of benefits, and in addition to the salary and the benefits, you also produce the transcripts, and the attorneys, when they need the transcripts for the next day of court, they have to order that from you, the court reporter, and they pay for that separately. So if your salary, let's say, in federal court in New York City starts at a little over $100,000, depending on how busy you are in federal court on trials, you might double that income just in transcript income alone. So we start our captioners at my company at $100 an hour, and there's a two-hour minimum per job. The convenience is the number one thing, that people can spare the expense of traveling into the city, having to get dressed and come in and pay for parking. And there is now an industry for both hybrid and remotely, and that's going to be here forever. Plaza is now doing their entire court reporting program remotely. So as, you know, when we send an email saying, hey, we have a job starting at nine o'clock on Monday morning, are you free for it? Even if that job cancels within a day or if it only goes for half an hour or 75 minutes, they're still gonna earn a minimum of $200 for that time slot. That's really amazing. I encourage people to check it out. And they have an introductory thing, friend. You just click the link and get the info. And Josh Edwards, you're a perfect example as to why. That's got to feel good and awfully rewarding. Thanks for spending some time with us. My pleasure. And, you know, I, I'm not bragging to say, but I am very happy and thankful that it has been a six-figure career every year since I started. PlazaCollege.edu. This is Dottie Herman, host of Ion Real Estate on AM 970, The Answer. Listen, I just discovered a new line of skincare products that I have to tell you about. 
I have tried many products that have been on the market for many years. So that's why I'm so excited about Hemp Leaf. The Vanilla Passion Skin Cream is soft and the scent is so calming. The feel of my skin, well, it's just amazing. It's not at all greasy and I can feel my skin perking up. The black soap was the most amazing surprise. It's smooth and creamy and makes my skin feel soft and hydrated. I am really looking forward to trying the rest of the product line and sharing my thoughts with you. Visit us at www.hempleaf.com. That's www.hemplief.com. Enter the word Dottie at checkout and receive 10% off. You're going to love it. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back. I'm back. You're listening to Eye on Real Estate. And again, I profusely apologize for the technical difficulties we've had today. But as they say, the show must go on. Okay. Uh, I thought that would be important to talk to you about 2023 and some of the real estate trends that are happening today and what you should know. So let me start with now, and I'm talking nationally a little bit, but it's across the board, home inventory is low. Now it's been low for a bunch of years. I mean, probably before the pandemic, uh, it's low, but it's growing. So we're starting to see more inventory happen. And I think I've said on past shows that if we had more inventory, I think we would have had more sales. Um, so inventory is growing, which is good for buyers. You'll have some more choices, but we still don't have a lot of it. And that's whether it's Florida or there's New York, there's been a shortage of inventory in most parts of the country. And that's because there wasn't enough homes to meet buyers' demand. So when there's not enough homes and there's more buyers than people that are selling, then you have what we have to buy is, you know, a seller's market. I mean, they can get their price. Um, if, if you, if you look, I said, it's a better, the market's better, but it's still slim. It's by no man, no chance do we have a glut of inventory. And if you have a glut of inventory, then you have a, a real buyer's market because people have to unload things and there's so much on the market, but we don't have that. We have really a normal market. Um, but what I think you need to do, and I, I really tell people this, is you need to make a needs and wants list, okay? So I always divide a paper into two two columns. On one side, I put needs. This is what I absolutely have to have, absolutely. And then on the second side, I put wants. And these are things that I would like to have, but if I don't have them, I can survive. Because there's no usual home, okay, that's going to have every single thing you want. So you kind of have to look at needs and wants. And, of course, out of everything, remember location. Location, location, location. That still rules, okay? So you need to work with a realtor and look at the average sales prices in the areas you're looking. And make sure that, you know, unless you want to have the biggest, you know, the biggest property, you want to kind of be in that reign of like not the highest, not the lowest, somewhere in the middle. Or if you are handy, then you want to have like the lowest property in the area that can, you know, that can get fixing up and that when you fix it up, it can really turn into a big profit to you. But again, it's not like the shows on TV. If you're in the business and you have access to that, then that's great. Sometimes if you can't find the home you're looking for, you might want to expand your search a little. There's a lot of areas you need to do your homework. Um, But, you know, there are a lot of areas that just haven't caught on. Like when I talk about areas like Tampa, last year we didn't talk about Tampa, and all of a sudden that that area is exploding. So you want to do some homework and look at different parts of of areas, whether it's it's, uh, Florida, whether it's a different state. Expand your search. Also, I've said this on every show, make sure that you get pre-approved before you even start your search. 
you could very well lose a home that you're bidding for. Let's say that I'm bidding and you're bidding, and let's say our offers are close, and I have a pre-approval, meaning that I've been approved for this amount of money, and you haven't, you don't have a pre-approval, well, guess who do you think the seller's going to pick? The seller's going to pick the person that has the pre-approval. So it's very wise. It gives you an edge in negotiating to say, listen, if you accept my price, I've been approved for this amount of money and I can get a mortgage. You have nothing to worry about considering a home in contract. So make sure that you do that um, before. I, I would definitely do that before you're looking. Now, if you're a seller and there's not a lot of inventory, I mean, that's good because you might see multiple offers. But remember, if you're a seller, people like new, people like things that are fixed. So it's like show your best foot. Make sure you prepare your house to fail. Clear everything out of it. Store furniture. If you have extra furniture, like, like it shows better if there's less than more. Take all the things that are posted on the refrigerator of your kids' homeworks and their A-pluses. Put them in a file somewhere. Get all your windows washed so they sparkle. If you have wood floors, I would have them redone. You know, it doesn't cost a lot of money. Um, just make your best foot forward because people sometimes can't see past that. And also, a home that shows well will get you more money. When I was at this conference that I was talking about, and I, and I told people there's always a good market to buy, if there's not an ideal time, if you employ different strategies, I would like you to know that I always tell people, follow successful people. And real estate has been making people rich for years. Uh, if you... Look, 90%, 90% of all millionaires have 40% of their income tied up in real estate. Now, that could include their personal residence, but 40%, that's a fair amount of money. Successful real estate is achieved anytime, despite the economic conditions. I just, as you just have to employ different strategies and learn about different financing uh, options because there are many. And you know what the beautiful thing about real estate is? Everyone looks at millionaires and say, oh my God, well, they had a rich uncle, they had rich parents, they sold their company. And I look at the everyday person. And, you know, I just had a text from somebody who wrote to me and I try to answer everyone and said, Dottie, but I'm not in your economic category and blah, blah, blah. And I said, listen, my dad was a city worker. I grew up in a regular suburb of Long Island that was nice, average working people. Okay, I didn't grow up with riches. Okay, but my dad always said, get involved with real estate. And my first house, I chipped in with like five of my friends. And we all put a little money in and we bought this little starter cottage that was tiny, but it was in a good area, and the houses around it were bigger. And that's how I started. So the good news about real estate is that everyday, um, everyday people, people can make themselves millionaires, but you have to get in it. Um, and then you can look, and again, I don't have time to do it today, but again, there are so many mortgages where you don't have to put a lot of money down. It's not like you have to... Look, ideally, if you can put 20% down, that's great, but you don't have to. You can get involved with 5%, 2%, 3%. You don't really have to have a lot of money. You have to be knowledgeable about what mortgage vehicles are going to work for you. Okay, And then you have to stick with it. You have to do your homework, work with a good broker, and... When someone says, see this house, it just came out, it's hot. You can't wait three days. You have to go. Even if you don't like it, you have to be on the ball and do it right away. Uh, I can tell you, if I have one regret, and I don't really regret. I mean, I spent every minute of my day building my company. 
And I don't want to tell you that at the end of the day, I didn't build a great company. I didn't make money doing that. But I can tell you the truth. I probably would have made more money if I just invested in real estate. And it's not that I had millions of dollars, okay? And if you don't have it, maybe you could get a couple of friends together and you can start. I do think that rental income is going to be, uh, you know, again, my opinion. I think rental properties, and I'm going to do a show on that if you have the if you have the aptitude, if you if you're to do it, I mean, because you have to have unless you have a manager. But when you start out, you can buy a two-family house, okay, and rent it. You don't have to start big. And I think the beauty of real estate is it's really not like a stock. I don't mess around with the stock market too much because you have to follow that every day. And I think you really have to know what you're doing, or at least you have to hope that your broker knows what you do, what he's doing. But it's volatile. You could have a stock that's worth $400 today, and tomorrow it's worth a dollar. With real estate, it usually doesn't fall like that. Unless there's some big disaster, real estate is pretty stable. It's a hedge against inflation. And they do expect, by the way, inflation to go down to 2% during, uh, I think they say by 2024. But it's a hedge against inflation. It builds money. It builds, I mean, if you rent, you're just taking your money and throwing it out. And if you use it wisely, if you use it wisely, because if you have equity in your home, you're sitting on that money. And if you use it wisely and you don't over, overspend it and leverage too much, you can use that for a lot of different things. You can use that a lot of people. I would watch these young kids buy a home. Then take a little equity out a year or so later and buy a second home and rent it. Again, there are always risks in any investment because, you know, you could have a tenant that doesn't pay. But I am telling you, I don't say this because I'm in real estate because it wasn't something that I planned to do. I always wanted to be a teacher. Continue watching and listening to our show and I'm going to teach you how to build your first investment. Okay, whether it's what you live in or what you buy for investment. Because I think it's the greatest thing. And I think it's the way people can really get ahead. I guess we're coming to a close. Don't forget to watch Battling Drugs and Violence with the lead guy that's on next. I destroyed that board. Okay, and we'll be back next week. Continuing our talk on investments and how to invest in real estate and make money. Okay. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. This is Dottie Herman, host of Ion Real Estate on AM 970, The Answer. Listen, I just discovered a new line of skincare products that I have to tell you about. I have tried many products that have been on the market for many years, so that's why I'm so excited about Hemp Leaf. The Vanilla Passion Skin Cream is soft, and the scent is so calming. The feel on my skin, well, it's just amazing. It's not at all greasy, and I can feel my skin perking up. The Black Soap was the most amazing surprise. It's smooth and creamy and makes my skin feel soft and hydrated. I am really looking forward to trying the rest of the product line and sharing my thoughts with you. 
Visit us at www.hempleaf.com. That's www.hemplief.com. Enter the word Dottie at checkout and receive 10% off. You're going to love it. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. As I was saying to you before the break, this is Dottie Herman, that these are things that you need to look at if you're looking to buy real estate, whether it's personal, whether it's for an investment, okay, whether it's for business. Okay, so I always say, again, number one, always rules location, location, location. And when you're looking for a location, you want to look at something that has access to plenty of amenities, uh, like good schools, a good job market, uh, public transportation. You know, when I first came to the city, which was years ago, but I was on Long Island, and so everyone kind of drives on Long Island for most part. Um, And I noticed that places that were next to a subway or buses really went for more money because transportation was really important. So you look for someplace that has good amenities, good, good transportation. And again, when you take a ride through the area, look and see if things are opening, if new stores are coming up. Or if you see a lot of going out of business signs, that obviously that's not a good sign, okay? Safety. And again, uh, safety is important. And you can look all these things up. You can look safety of an area. Now, with the pandemic, unfortunately, a lot of things got unsafe because, you know, they had a lot of uh, people out of jails and things of that, of, of that sort. But, you know, things are coming back. And so look at safety. School districts especially in the suburbs, school districts really, really, really make value. Um, you can have the same house, and they could be a block away. And if you, and you'll say, gee, why is this house? It's the same pretty much house. Why is it so much cheaper and it's only one block away and the neighborhood looks great? Well, you better check the school district because if the school district is noted as a better school district, then that house is going to go for the house of the school district that's better is going to go for more uh, in the suburbs that's re- really prevalent. However, you shouldn't only look at school districts. If you have children in school, you want to look at what their needs are. So if, let's say you have a kid, a child that's great in sports. You might want to find a school that has great sports programs. If you have gifted children, you might want to have something, a school that has great gifted programs, if you have children that maybe have a few learning disabilities. So you, you kind of, and I advise you to not only look up, you can look up schools and it gives you the rundown, but take a trip. It is worth the time. Go to the school, meet the people at the school, find out about the school, because it's really a very important part of real estate and prices. Okay. Uh, it's, 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 it's so important. Okay. So that, that, you know, and when you're like in an area, I always tell people, okay, so they're in Florida and I don't, I, I, I love Florida. I think it's great. But I tell people, if you go on a vacation, whether it's to Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, California, you can't compare a vacation 
to what it's going to be like to live there. So if you are looking to relocate and buy in a different state or an area that you really don't know, but maybe you vacation there, I would suggest, unless you find the skill of your life, that you rent first and make sure you're happy there. Make sure that really, because we're, you know, two or three weeks of a vacation isn't really the real world. You know, when you live there every day, that's how you can sell. So I would always say rent, but take a short-term rental for a couple of months and see what it's really like to live there. I know many people that came back, not because they didn't like the area, but because their kids weren't around. And some of them said, oh, I just can't be away from my children. So all of those factors, and they're all personal. So there's no blanket, okay, that one size fits all. But these are all things that you could take into consideration. Remember the investment benefits, okay, then, and, and real estate generally appreciates. And when you look at losing money, I don't really think you lose money unless you have to sell at the wrong time. Okay, if you buy real estate and if you look traditionally and you can get all Johnson's reports, or Johnson Miller puts reports out on everything, you'll see that over time, you know, it has its dips. But generally, real estate has appreciated some years more than others. And like I said, you're not going to become a millionaire overnight and get like $40 million more than your house is worth like we did during the pandemic because that was a one in a lifetime, well, hopefully. Hopefully, I say once in a lifetime uh, uh, event. It's not. It's not an everyday thing. Leverage. Just think about it. You're borrowing money. You don't have to use a lot of your own cash. So real estate has a component where you're using the bank's money to buy an investment that hopefully appreciates. Okay, uh, you can get tax benefits from it. And you don't have to put all that cash down. And as I said today, your credit is really important, okay? But you can, you know, not every homeowner, if you're up against somebody who's going to put all cash down, you're only going to put 3% or 5%, you're probably not going to win that bid. But you might lose a couple of bids. But so what? Just keep on going. Uh, Because you have leverage with real estate. You have tax breaks. Okay, uh, you can get tax deductions. You have the pride of ownership. And let's face it, with a rental, you know, you never know. I mean, I have a friend that said to me, Johnny, what am I going to do? Every time I rent something, that they, they, they put it on the market the next year. It's my third apartment in three years. So you have peace of knowing that this is yours, this is your nest egg. And you can build wealth out of it. You can pass it down. Uh, you can create cash flow. Sometimes if you uh, rent certain parts of it. Now, I don't, it's not legal now, but I have heard. And again, remember, it is not legal at this moment in time. But I heard that New York City is playing with the fact that they might. Haven't done it at this point, but they might make basement apartments legal. Now, of course, there'll be some loopholes because... The problem with basement apartments is if there's by a bit of fire, if there's no access to get out, that would be a safety hazard. But it's something they're considering because they really need more housing. Um, so you, you should keep your eyes open to new and developing things. You also consider population growth. So look at areas that are growing, um, areas that are building, that people are moving to, uh, Trends. What do people like today? If you're handy or you have friends that are handy, then you know what? Your best bet is to buy a house in a great area that needs work. And don't get caught up, as so many people do. If the layout is right and when you, and you have an engineer's report, now remember, I'm not talking about major things like a bad roof or the oil burn is going to blow up. Okay. But if the house hasn't been update. Let's say it looks like 1980s decor. Don't let that throw you up because that's cosmetic. And cosmetic is not a big deal to fix. You want to look for structural damages 
and that you never want to buy something without having an engineer's report. And I also always suggest to you that when you have an engineer's report, you meet the engineer in person and let him explain to you what everything is and how much it's going to cost to fix. Because if you've ever seen an engineer's report, it's like reading a foreign language. And you would think that you're going to have to put millions in the house. And so it's best to really say, okay, if this is not working, how much is that going to be cost to replace it? If the roof is not new, well, that doesn't mean it's going to fall apart and that you need a new roof in a day. It might need some extra tiles that got loose. You might need a new roof, but you want to go and be there with that engineer so that you thoroughly understand it. I, I can't stress that enough. Okay. And then look at the population. And I remember in 2007 or 2008, whenever everything went down and we had the financial crisis, the headlines in many magazines were, the American dream is dead. It's over. And I said, no way. Well, if you look at the generations, the millennials, generations after that, they believe in home ownership. They might not stay in places as long. They might want to move a lot, you know, whereas I think years ago people stayed in a place for 30 years. Um, but they believe in it. They believe in ownership. And that's a great way to create wealth. And when you're looking at mortgages, again, you were probably taught by your parents or, you know, when they only had 30-year mortgages. The average person today, and I don't say, doesn't live in a house for 30 years. So why pay those rates if you don't think you're going to live in a house for 30 years? Oh, my goodness. I think we're going to run out of time. Again, another great week. I wish you all health, happiness. Don't forget to exercise. And make sure you watch the show right after it leave. It's a great show. And you're going to enjoy it. We'll be back next week, and I'll be talking more about what to look for investments and some of the areas to go about. This is Dottie Herman signing off. Have a great weekend. The preceding hour of programming paid for by DTHY Realty Incorporated. Portions of I on Real Estate sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. Mike Lendell and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. The new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a, a cooler surface temperature. MyPillow knows core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep. The new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature throughout the night by creating a lower surface surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Machine washable and dryable with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listeners page at MyPillow.com, use the promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798, 800-651-0798. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow 2.0, 800 Want more? AM 970 The Answer? Go to am970theanswer.com to listen live. Tune in to podcasts from the shows you missed anytime you want. Learn more about our advertisers. Join the AM 970 fan club and sign up for events. am970theanswer.com He makes sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off and to wear a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. 
Syracuse looks for its third straight win on Valentine's Day evening against a ranked NC State team. Join us for Orange pregame at 6.30, tip-off 7 o'clock Tuesday on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University basketball. Dennis Prager here. Sue and I mean it. Dogs are part of our family. We love Otto and Snoopy so much, there's nothing quite like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with rough greens. In fact, I just talked to my wife about it because we want them to be healthy and we want them to be with us as long as possible. That's true. I know Sebastian Gorka feels the same way. The Pragers and I couldn't agree more. Our pups, Killian and Leia, rely on us to provide what's best for them. And naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has packed rough greens full of vitamins minerals, digestive enzymes, omega oils, and more that supplement their food in a way that has shown us great results. Trying out Rough Greens is an easy yes, recommended by me, Dr. G. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black here, and I'm so proud that the Pragers and Sebastian Gorka have entrusted their dog's health to Rough Greens. I'm so confident that Rough Greens can help your dog, I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, your dog's food is dead food, but you can bring it back to life with Rough Greens. Go to RUFFGreens.com. If you're a small business, your expertise is taking care of customers. Our expertise is saving you time and money. We're the state's New Jersey Business Action Center, NJ Back. Get answers about government resources that can help you grow and thrive. From how to be a vendor with government to your business to finding capital. We've got your back at the back. Call us at 1-800-JERSEY-7. That's 1-800-JERSEY-7. This message sponsored by the New Jersey Business Action Center, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. This is Mike Gallagher. Join me on an amazing journey through Israel this October. Dennis Prager and I are going back to the Holy Land for the Stand with Israel Tour, along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Imagine a personal impact from exploring Jerusalem, Galilee, the Dead Sea region, and so much more. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com, or call 855-565-5519. StandWithIsraelTour.com. Recovery is real. We believe in you. Every day, millions of people celebrate recovery from addiction and mental illness while others begin their journey. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. From the studios of AM 970, The Answer, on Broadway and Wall Street in Manhattan, this is WNYM, Hackensack, New Jersey, New York City. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.